The following is a paid program on 600 WREC. Good morning. Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And we, we welcome our internet listeners and podcast listeners, too, across the 50 states. Today is August the 26th, 2023. Call us in the studio while we're live at 901-535-9732. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner. I'm a mortgage loan originator. Connect with me at jogarner.com. Our topic today, I hope this is going to be a good one for you. I believe it will be tax preparation strategies for real estate investors. It can also work for just homeowners, too. And, you know, I've heard the old, have you? I'm sure you have, too, the old adage, a penny saved is a penny earned. For every dollar you don't have to pay in taxes, you know what? You get to keep it for yourself. The ideas that Ken Sullivan of Tax Matters Solved is going to be sharing with you today just may give you some bragging rights on keeping more dollars in your pocket. I'm going to be sharing some stories from my Hall of Fame mortgage clients on how they saved money owning real estate. But in the co-host chair for the very first time, we have Ken Sullivan uh, Tax Matters Solved. He owns and operates that company. It's a boutique tax resolution firm. They specialize in IRS collections, appeals, and audits. And Ken Sullivan is an enrolled agent of the Inter- Internal Revenue Service. He is admitted to practice in the U.S. court. So you always uh, say if we get that dreaded IRS letter, Ken, saying that we owe the IRS lots of money, we don't need to do it alone. We need to call you, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, don't face the IRS alone. Uh, again, I'm Ken Sullivan. I've lived in Memphis uh, for about 12 years. Um, started my Memphis uh, residency uh, when I was a veteran. I was stationed here in the U.S. Navy uh, at Millington and have lived in and around North Shelby County uh, for the past 12 years. I also own a residence in the Jackson, Mississippi area, so I have residences in Mississippi and uh, Tennessee. Also, I've been an investor uh, over the years, uh, owning rental properties and managing properties. Uh, and I've found that the tools that I've developed as an enrolled agent representing clients in front of the Revenue Service and as an admitted practitioner to the U.S. Tax Court uh, have served me and my clients well. Well, you sure have. And, and I've gotten to know you through some networking groups, and you have a good reputation, Ken. You've been in the business a long time. But, you know, uh, speaking of taxes, you know, I, I, I would um, – I'd like to know what I like to know what my clients say. So if I ask you, what is the biggest bill that you pay? So many people, because they know I'm in the mortgage business, they'll say, oh, it's got to be my mortgage. But as a mortgage loan officer, let me tell you, the biggest bill that I see my clients paying is not their mortgage. It's taxes. If you look at what's deducted out of their pay, paycheck and what they pay, Overall, it's taxes. Today, I'm encouraging you to connect with your certified public accountant or even with Ken Sullivan of Tax Matters Solved. If you get that dreaded IRS letter, you definitely need to call Ken Sullivan. Don't face the IRS alone. And some of the ways that I have seen my mortgage clients keep more of their income is by using real estate investment. They number one avoid they can avoid capital gains tax and a lot of uh, a lot of times when they sell a home where they've lived in it I think two years over the last five years something like that for single mortgage clients I think they can shelter up to what is that quarter of a million like two hundred fifty thousand that may have changed since the last time so check with your tax professional uh, number two 
self-employed borrowers have used a tax write-off for business use of their home. So if you own your own business, you're running it out of your home, there's something that you can look to save some money. I've seen my clients do that. I'm not giving tax advice. I'm just telling you what I've seen. Number three, I know real estate investors who have set up self-directed IRAs for their real estate transactions to build up wealth and delay paying taxes on their profits, freeing up more funds to invest. Here's another one. Don't forget about the like-kind 1031 exchange tool that has recently and continues to be in the news. Absolutely. The strategy I share with my clients is uh, to use the 1031 tax to delay, 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 and then die. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. And that way you, you, you pay no taxes because at death, the property is assumed it's fair market value, and your heirs then uh, are not taxed on the gains that you've had over the years. It's the D, D, and D plan. Is that right, Absolutely. Ken? Delay, delay, and then die. Then, let your, then you don't have to pay the taxes. I love it. Well, you know, I just want to give an example. Sometimes uh, we get kind of in the weeds in here, so I just want to give you an example. I have a client. This is not her real name, but um, she's a real estate investor. We'll call her Molly. She wanted to buy a home that was in such poor condition that the mortgage company would not accept it as collateral. Uh, Molly found a way to get some private money, some hard money, to pay cash for the house, and she even got some money to fix it up. And we did a mortgage. uh, Once she got it fixed up, we did a mortgage, a permanent mortgage for her, paid off that temporary loan. And she was like, you know, that works pretty well for me. I like this. And she did it over and over Well, as Molly acquired and accumulated more rental homes using this method of using private money, pay cash, fix it up, then come in and let me refinance and pay them off and give her a nice, stable loan, she used, I noticed on her tax returns that she was sheltering a lot of the rental income using depreciation. She wrote, she depreciated those properties there were other uh, items in there that helped her shelter her income, too. But that's just an example of one way that you can shelter income on your um, real estate investment. But make your plan. Let's work your plan. The deal works for you today. Let's do it today. Connect with me, jogarner.com. You can call me after the show, 901 482 But, Ken, we've got a couple of minutes here, and you, you're with Tax Matters Solved. And you can certainly talk about strategies we can use to save taxes using our real estate investment. Absolutely. Um, Just to talk about some of the topics we'll talk about later, um, we're going to talk, first of all, to determine if you, in fact, are a real estate professional. Uh, There are certain loss uh, limitations that are put into place by statute by the Revenue Service. So we want to discuss those, and we'll talk about that on the front end. And is about to our host today uh, how that might apply to investment property, specifically in Maine. Oh, really? You have an interest as you uh, (laughs) enjoy spending time in Maine. And uh, this particular taxpayer uh, thought that they could deduct as much as $27,000. But because the limitations and the uh, ideas that the Internal Revenue Service has and record keeping, the taxpayer was only able to deduct about $1,500. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Also, we'll talk about the importance of keeping a mileage log, um, the uh, income and expenses that you may uh, incur with rental properties, uh, real estate record keeping, and how important that is to keep uh, contemporaneous 
uh, accurate records. Also, real estate deductions and, and the importance of record keeping. And then where do I find my get-out-of-jail card for free? Uh, <laughs> card. That's what I need to know. <laughs> then as we, uh, if we get the dreaded letter from the Revenue Service, how do we deal with the Revenue Service? And uh, then some specific cautions, and uh, then we'll wrap things up at the end of the show. So thank you very much for that time. Well, we're going to be hearing more from Ken Sullivan of Tax Matters Solved. You solved a lot of problems for a lot of people, and I know when, when that you get that dreaded letter from the IRS, your clients love to see you coming, uh, riding in on the rescue. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, um, and we're going to be talking more with Ken Sullivan. I know he's got some other topics in here uh, the, he talked about the real estate mileage log. He talked about rental. In, he's going to talk about rental income and expenses and how to strategically do that. Record keeping. He's going to talk about real estate deductions. Get out of jail free. He's, he's already mentioned steps in dealing with the IRS. So he's going to be talking about steps dealing with the IRS. He's going to talk about some cautions. It's going to give you a heads up, the yellow flashing lights, so you don't have to get in trouble with the IRS. And later in the show, I'm going to be covering with you some of the things I've seen my clients do brilliantly to uh, keep more money in their pockets and not have to pay the IRS and stay out of trouble at the same time. <laughs> so some of the real estate investors I've worked with over the years are, have gotten really good at this. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host. I'm a licensed mortgage originator. I can make the home purchase or the debt consolidation refinance very easy for you, and it's easy to get started. All you have to do is give me a call, 901-482-0354. You can email me, jo at jogarner.com, or just go to the website, jogarner.com. When we come back... We're going to be talking with Ken Sullivan of Tax Matters Solved. And, Ken, what is the best way to contact you? Uh, the easiest way is just to uh, uh, give me a look on Facebook. Uh, I have a page there, and you can contact me directly, and I'll be happy to respond. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can also uh, connect with us on Monday for our podcast. And we'll see you guys back in just a few moments. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Real Estate Mortgage Shop provides general information, not an offer to lend. Joe Garner Talk Shop Real Estate Mortgage Shop does not endorse 100% of the information covered on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Consult with your certified advisors before acting on any information given on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Joe Garner is a licensed mortgage loan officer, NMLS 757308, equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Leanne Morse with All Things New in Carterville, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. That's Johnny Cash. After taxes, kind of funny, you know. It is true. We do feel feel it when we look at our paycheck and see how much the gross is versus how much goes into our bank account. But uh, today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we're talking about tax preparation strategies for real estate investors. I'm Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage officer. I've seen some brilliant strategies that my clients have made over the years to shelter their income using real estate. I'm not giving tax advice today. I'm a mortgage officer. But we do have someone in the studio today who is very good at this, and it's Ken Sullivan of Tax Matters Solved, LLC. And Ken, what is the best way to contact you? Best way to contact me is through email at taxmattersolved at gmail.com. Say that again. 
taxmattersolved at gmail.com. Awesome. Okay, and uh, we're going to do something. We're going to jump right back into our content, but first we're going to do something. For those of you who are in Memphis or who know a lot about Memphis, it is our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by Mike Ackerman of National Property Inspections, and and he does home inspections. So don't buy until you call National Property Inspections, NPI, Mike Ackerman, 901-674-6868. Our material was supplied by our Memphis historian, Jimmy Ogle. You can connect with Jimmy at jimmyogle.com. And uh, Ken Sullivan, I believe you have our question and some hints to our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. Thank you, Joe. Sometimes I'm closed by nature and sometimes by man. What street am I? Hmm. My land did not exist for centuries. Hmm. A part of me was once the city dump. Oh, we're getting close. Parts of me have also been known by the names of Arkansas Street and Fulton Street. Very close. (laughs) I am now one of the most pedestrian-friendly streets in Memphis. Who am I? All right. Who am I? It's a street. It's in Memphis, Tennessee. If you know the answer, give us a call at 901-535-9732. That's 901-535-WREC, 973. Three, two. So while we're waiting on our trivia, our uh, answer, our winner, let's go back, Ken. When we left off in the first segment, you were talking about the importance of contemporaneous, that means right now, record keeping. And you had already started into some of your tips on tax preparation strategies for real estate investors. Let's keep going. You bet. Uh, one of the things you do need to determine is, are you, in fact, a real estate investment in a court case known as Teague versus Commissioner and summarized in the tax court summary 23, uh, 2023.16, a taxpayer owned three cabins in Maine. Um, they uh, claimed to be a real estate professional um, because they were a licensed real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, they also had a full-time job. Oh, no. And by the statute, uh, the Internal Revenue, Internal Revenue Service regs, and statutory requirements, to be defined as a real estate professional, you must spend more than 750 hours during the tax year in a real estate property trade or business that you materially participate in. Mm -hmm. Second um, point is that you have to have at least one half, more than one half of your personal services performed in trades or business performed in the real property trades and businesses. This taxpayer had three cabins in uh, Maine. They uh-huh. also had kayaks, uh-huh. uh, paddle boats, oh, fun. Uh, inner tubes uh, at the cabin. <laughs> and the family came with the uh, uh, taxpayer. Uh, he, Although he was a uh, licensed real estate agent, and uh, as he was selected for audit, uh, the Revenue Service denied his loss of $23,967 and allowed him to take $1,540 they found his records to not be credible because his records showed that he worked um, a total of a, of a 62 days, 12 hours a day. And they didn't find that credible because he didn't allow So he time. lost a lot of money because he, <laughs> he didn't know that rule. Exactly right. And he didn't uh, credibly 
uh, affirm his uh, position. He uh, changed the number of hours. He originally said that he worked uh, uh, 816 hours when he knew the 750-hour rule. But he thought that since he filed a joint return, uh, uh, he look, can do it himself. And, and, of course, we change a lot of our numbers and we change some of the scenarios here on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Just so you know, we uh, protect privacy of our clients. But keep going. Just exactly so you know, we're, right. we're kind of changing a little bit here for exactly privacy. Exactly right. And when he got to the tax court, uh, his his uh, testimony was that he worked 1,224 hours. So the uh, um, real estate, uh, the um, action of the tax court affirmed the a revenue service finding and held a law set. But he should have taken some time to know the regulations. That's why I caution you to uh, get with your uh, accounting professional, whether it be an uh, enrolled agent or a public accountant or a certified public accountant, and know the rules and make sure that you take advantage of all those rules. Next thing, of course, is uh, mileage is an important thing. Uh, be sure and record your mileage accurately. Uh, you need to, uh, when you're recording mileage, uh, record that at a uh, basis so that you know what was the purpose of that trip, um, what was the amount of the expense, uh, recording expenses, um, what was time and place of the expense, did you go from property to property to property, uh, what was the business purpose of that expense, were you there for a management to collect rent or were you there to have a lease signed or were you there to uh, fix a problem, mm-hmm. a toilet or a trash or a tenant problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was the business relationship that you had with the property? So it's important that you keep those detailed records as a part of the log and be careful uh, how you uh, record things uh, because in the in the case of Craddock versus the commissioner in the tax court summary of uh, 2023.4, uh, a taxpayer kept the very detailed logs and he took uh, a deduction of $14,710 for truck and um, car expenses, but they're, they're detailed regulations that require the information to be kept. Unfortunately, he didn't have a contemporaneous record. He recreated it for the court. Oh, no. And when he did, his record showed that he was in two different places on the same day. Oh, no. Uh, so Uh-oh. he had a problem there. So uh, that's one of the next things that's important. Uh, next thing is about your income and expenses. So I just want to go back on the contemporaneous. So it's important that when you're in your car and you're going somewhere for business that you jot down in the log right then and there what kind of business purpose it was so you don't run into trying to remember inaccurately what you were doing on what day, right? Exactly. There's some electronic um, uh record keeping that you can keep and put on your phone. But it's important that you review that at least weekly because a lot of those don't keep the purpose of the visit. Right. And you have to detail whether it's business or personal or commuting or charity or some other category. So you have to review that uh, weekly. But if you keep those records, it's a real easy thing to do at the end of the year if you ever get audited to produce that record. And it is then considered contemporaneous by the courts. Mm Mm-hmm. The next thing we wanted to talk about uh, is income and expenses. Uh, What is actually income? Uh, You're required to report all sources of income um, that come in. Even, for example, if a a client uh, pays um, utilities and they're not required to do so for the the, uh, lease, uh, then you are required to report that as an income source. 
course, then you can turn around and deduct that. Right. Same as with repairs. If there's an emergency and you happen to be in Maine and it was the winter and uh -huh. in Memphis, your uh, rental property had the water pipes burst, the uh, tenant paid the expense and cleaned it up and took care of it, then they can deduct that from the rent. But oh, you yeah. still have to report that as rent, but you deduct it as the expense of the repair. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's important that you keep records like that that keep you in compliance. And the real estate uh, record keeping is, is so important uh, because you need to keep those records not only for your uh, information to know where you are making money or not making money, and uh, if you're uh, earning everything that you can from the standpoint of sheltering of income for tax purposes. Mm -hmm. To prepare the tax return at the end of the year, you need very accurate records. Um, as those records are reported, of course, then you report your income on that on your 1040 form and on a schedule called E. And if you have more than one or more than three, you have supplemental pages that you report and you report all of the income and all of the expenses there. And if you don't have a good method of keeping up with that, you can uh, do an internet search and look for rental uh, income organizers. And those are uh, typical uh, documents that give you a platform so that you can keep up with those. One thing that you might be interested in, and we'll talk a little bit more in our next segment, yeah. is how do I get my get-out-of-jail card free? Oh, there you go. Get out of jail card free. <laughs> well, um, we've got another minute or so. Do you want? Did you finish everything you wanted to talk about, the real estate deductions and record-keeping? Uh, yes. Uh, one other thing um, that you need to be aware of, and Joe uh, touched on that earlier, is the Form uh, 4562. I know that you're bored with form numbers and things, but uh, that's what keeps up with your depreciation. And that's important. That's where the biggest uh, benefit of owning real estate is, is a non-cash expense that helps you shelter your income. I love it. All right. And I'm going to be covering some strategies that my clients have used. I've seen them use. I'm not giving tax advice, but uh, they have done very well. I'm going to share some of their secrets with you in the next segment. And you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan officer. I would love to be on your home buying or debt consolidation refinance journey. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. And uh, you can also go to get our podcast and our blog post on Monday there. So we'll see you guys back in just a moment. <laughs> this is Santa Claus from the North Pole. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. There's taxes everywhere, Ken. <laughs> That's Matt Klein. I love that guy. He's singing a little spoof song, Taxes Everywhere. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan originator. I would love to be on your home buying journey and also your um, your debt consolidation journey. I can make the process very easy for you. And just connect with me at jogarner.com. In the studio, we have Ken Sullivan of Tax Matters Solved. And Ken can really help you if you get that dreaded IRS letter. He can help you even before that could ever happen. He can help you prevent that from happening. And Ken Sullivan, how do we contact you? Uh, the easiest contact for me is taxmatterssolved at gmail.com. Email address taxsolved 
at taxmattersolved at gmail.com. All right. And uh, so we're talking about tax preparation strategies for real estate investors. Earlier in the show, Ken was talking about some very good tips on how to keep yourself out of jail (laughs) with the IRS and even keep that some more extra money in your pocket. If you missed that, you can catch our podcast at jogarner.com on Monday. And uh, right now, I want to talk about some strategies that I've seen my clients use. I'm not giving tax advice, but I can tell you that I have met a lot of people who know what they're doing and know how to keep more money in their pocket. And one of them has been a real estate agent for many, many years. He's also a real estate investor. And he said that, um, you know, there's so much more owning your home that you're going to live in. It's your castle. It's a place where you raise your children and make memories. But he was a real estate uh, agent, a real estate broker, actually. And he noticed that at the end of the year, it just made him just feel a little sick to the stomach. He was paying 50% of his income to the IRS. He said, man, something's wrong. I've got to work. I can't, I can't work so hard. I got to work not harder, but smarter. So I call this guy Raymond uh, Ridley. It's not his real name, but uh, he said, I probably made more money in real estate than anyone in this room, and I probably lost more real, uh, more money in real estate than anyone in this room. This is what he said to us at Talk Shop one time. And when someone makes an income, he has to be on the job every day. But you can build wealth in real estate, and if you play your cards right and you use the right strategy, you can keep all just about all of the money of your net without having to pay it out to the IRS. He pointed out there's five really good aspects of owning real estate. One of them, uh, Ken, you referred to earlier in the show, it's cash flow. If you buy it right, you finance it right, and I can help you do that on the financing side, you've got a fixed rate mortgage. Principal and interest never changes, but rent goes up over time. And over time, you get to give yourself a raise. When the rents go up, and your P&I, your principal and interest on your mortgage stays the same, you just gave yourself a raise. So cash flow and you play your cards right, get with Ken Sullivan, so you're not paying out taxes, a lot of taxes on that cash flow, then you're making even more money. Number two, appreciation is the rate that the house value increases every year. I say this is the money that you make while you sleep because as time goes on and your value goes up on your home, you didn't have to work 40 hours a week to earn that. You just earned it just from owning real estate. Number three, real estate can be a wonderful tax shelter where an investor can make a six-figure income like Raymond Ridley here and pay zero taxes. (laughs) I mean, that was incredible. Um, Raymond confessed that sheltering almost all of his income from taxes was where he learned to work smarter, not harder. And a fourth aspect of real estate is called amortization. Just think, every time you make a mortgage payment, part of that payment goes to pay down the principal balance on your mortgage. So not only if your house is going up in value while you sleep, and you made a mortgage payment right before you went to sleep, you just earned more equity on your net worth because now your balance on your mortgage is lower month after month. Uh, The fifth aspect is leverage. And this same guy, Raymond Ridley, pointed out to us that real estate, you can put down, if you're buying a home to live in, you put down zero down. If you're an investor, usually it's 20% down, but I can show you how to buy a rental property with zero down. But you can get into a home with zero to 20%, 20%, 5% down and own a huge property. 
Whereas in stocks, you have to pay dollar for dollar what that stock is worth when you buy stock, but not in real estate. So real estate is, you use the right strategy. You can make yourself a lot of money. Certainly, Joe, you're correct there. And uh, so is uh, our example here, uh, particularly when it comes to um, having your money earn money for you. Uh, The sage of Omaha, Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world, says, until you get to the point of having sleep around money, you're not truly wealthy. And what he meant by that is have your money work while you sleep. So every day in every way that you have a tenant paying rents, they are actually buying your property. Through amortization, they're paying down the principal. Uh, Through depreciation, they're helping you shelter your uh, income from taxes. And as your property appreciates, you have a protection against inflation. Right. So follow Warren Buffett and you'll be wealthy in real estate. Model what works. And I think Warren Buffett has proven time and time again how to be wealthy. And I agree with that. But, uh, you know, that's true. What you said, Ken, about real estate, historically, real estate, owning real estate has been a terrific hedge against inflation, um, which... You know, inflation can act like a tax in a way. It's not really a tax, but it reduces your buying power. Well, what happens when you have to pay taxes? You just reduced your buying power. Well, real estate, as it goes up in value and it tends to go up as uh, inflation goes up, you're hedging yourself against that uh, invisible taxation. Okay, I want to tell another example story. I call this guy Jackson Andrews, and this is this full disclosure. When we're telling stories about people, we are changing a little bit uh, to protect the privacy of other people. But Jackson Andrew was uh, in the securities business, and he made a lot of money at it. He invested in the stock market, but he o- he wanted to own some income-producing real estate properties too to balance out his investments. And uh, he used his real estate expenses and depreciation to lower lower his overall tax bill from the IRS. And as it turns out, it even sheltered some of the income he made from being in the securities business. The problem Jackson had with his work schedule, he did not have time to go look for property. So he ended up uh, making his sleep around money, to use your term, (laughs) that Warren Buffett uses. Uh, He had other people go bird dog for him. He had other people manage for him. But he still remained active in that and was able to shelter his income that way. Uh, What um, are some things that you can do to help self-employed people? That's the question that people, uh, the realtors asked me. They said, I've got a self-employed buyer. They have a really good tax accountant, which makes it hard on us loan officers. When you've got a good tax person, they know how to write all this stuff off, and it makes their qualified net income look smaller. But I don't look uh, first at the front page of the tax return, Ken. I look at the back page first, and I start moving from the back of the tax return to the front. And I know from years of studying and continuing uh, education which items on the expense line that I can legally add back to the qualified income line just for mortgage mortgage purposes. You know, we talked about depreciation. It's a non. It's, it's it's just a paper expense. So we add that back to the income line, and yet it can still shelter your income. Uh, business use of home. Uh, sometime on some products, we can deduct twenty five cents a mile business miles, and that's why your idea about uh, keeping those records on the mileage is so important and the purpose of that trip. 
we also can use um, one-time cl- uh, one-time expenses. And I had a real estate investor one time. She has done a bunch of properties, and she really fixes them up so nice. I said, hey, look, this is a palace. You don't really – most people don't fix up rental properties to the hilt like she does, but she gets joy from giving a renter a really nice, nice home. But she had just finished doing a gut, gutted out and start over project on one of her other properties. And she came in, she says, I want to buy another property, but I think my tax return this year looks bad. I wrote off $40,000 in uh, total expenses on this property. But she kept receipts, Ken, going back to your record keeping. And at Lowe's and Home Depot, they actually had the name of the property project on there. And it itemized uh, new cabinetry, new sheetrock, flooring, and all of that. And I was able to add back about $25,000 to her qualified income because that, I could prove, was a -a once-in-a-lifetime expense. Those are the kind of things that you need to know if you want to have a good strategy to save money as a real estate investor. But... um, we have about a minute here. Is there anything you wanted to, to add there, Ken? No, I would just emphasize, like you're saying there, it is important that when you're investing money and in, uh, doing rehabilitation, whether you're taking the strategy of uh, rehab, uh, renovate, uh, renew, and then refinance, uh, buy and hold strategies, or if you're looking at wholesaling, that you keep accurate records. Uh, make sure that the expenses that you generate go into building the uh, equity that you have in the property. And then when you sell the property, uh, make sure that you have the lowest possible capital gain that you can. Uh, you can do that, but you need to remember that you need to have a good accountant that uh, accommodates the uh, recapture that you may have uh, required to uh, disclose um, by depreciation that had been taken. And you do that on a form 4797, which is sale of business assets. All right. Well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan originator, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. Call me after the show, 901-482-0354. I would love to hear your story and put together a plan that will help you. So make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. And we've got Ken Sullivan in the house here with Tax Matters Solved. What's the best way to contact you, Ken? Tax matters solved at gmail.com. We're going to be hearing more from Ken, more from, uh, we're going to give some real estate tips when we come back. So hang out with us and we'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Don Lawler with StorytellersMemphis.com. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. That's the tax man by the Beatles. Yeah, the tax man. Today we're talking on Real Estate Mortgage Shop about tax preparation strategies for real estate investors. I'm Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan originator. I would love to be on your mortgage uh, journey if you're buying a home or if you're trying to do a debt debt consolidation refinance. Call me after the show, 901-482-0354. Jogarner.com. Would love to hear your story. Would love to mastermind with you the strategies that are going to give you bragging rights on that mortgage. In the studio, we have Ken Sullivan of Tax Matters Solved. And Ken, what's the best way to contact you? Tax Matters Solved at gmail.com is the best contact. Tax Matters Solved at gmail.com. 
All right. It's time to do the real estate tip of the week. And I believe Ken Sullivan of Tax Matters Solved, you have our real estate tip of the week. A caution to all the investors out there. Hopefully this will never happen to you. But should you have a revenue agent, also known as a special agent of the Internal Revenue Service, arrive at your office, place of business, and present credentials, that would be a badge and a IRS credential, and that agent is armed, stop what you're doing and call your attorney. Mm-hmm. This signifies that you have a problem that is moved from the area of civil um, status to an area of criminal investigation. Uh, don't say anything to the agent without representation and make sure you employ an attorney, uh, which will then provide coverage as a privilege for your accountant to assist you in presenting those good contemporaneous uh, accurate <laughs> records that you have kept to get your get out of jail card free card get out of jail free card i love it ken sullivan tax matter solve can help you on that and uh, i actually have a quick tip i'm in the mortgage business i'm joe garner one of the most popular loan products right now for real estate investors is not a traditional mortgage at all it is uh, one that is, we call it non-traditional DSCR, and that means that uh, we're not going to get tax returns from you. We're not going to try to verify any income, personal income from you. We're going to look at how much money that property is making on the lease per month, and we're going to make sure that our payment, including taxes and insurance and principal and interest, does not exceed the monthly income that you're making on that, that property. And we're going to verify assets. It's 20% down minimum. We're going to uh, verify your credit, and we're going to just make sure the property's in good shape and has a good title. But it is an easy-peasy way for real estate investors to quickly get a loan approved and closed. And a lot of times, people will use it to either buy the house or a lot of times, like we've shared earlier in the show, uh, to get a really good bargain, they'll buy a house that needs a lot of repairs. And they'll use a private lender or hard money lender to buy the house and they get the money to buy the house and fix it up. Make sure on the closing disclosure, when you close on that house with the private lender, that that money that is used for renovation repair is included on the settlement statement because it's going to be a lot easier, a lot cheaper for you when you finish renovating that home. When I refinance and pay off that temporary hard money loan, if you've included in that settlement statement the money to acquire the property and rehab it, it's a quick rate term refinance. It doesn't show up as a cash out, so you're getting a lot better deal Find out more about that. Call me, 901-482-0354. I want to say thank you to our sponsors. Talk Shop is a marketing company. It's a supportive community of business people. We offer free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate, business, or health and wellness. Talk Shop has a physical meeting every Wednesday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central at Concord Career College, 5100 Poplar, first floor. That's the Clark Tower. You can also join us simultaneously on Zoom. Just go to TalkShop.com, TalkShopPPE.com. Click on the Events tab, and you'll see the link to get into the event. This Wednesday, August 30th, 2023, come equip and engage and empower your business at TalkShop's Mastermind Session. It's based on the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. 
Talk Shop could not offer all of this free education and networking to our community without our very giving sponsors. Thank you to Talk Shop sponsor Reverend Joe Rook, Director of Healing and Wellness Ministry at Church of the Harvest in Olive Branch, Mississippi. This morning, uh, Reverend Joe Rook is at the Healing Conference. It's going on right now, August the 26th, 2023, at Church of the Harvest. That's uh, 14707 Mississippi Highway 302, Olive Branch. Google Church of the Harvest, Olive Branch. That's going on right now, the Healing Conference. And if you need healing, if you want to engage, that's where you need to be this morning. Thank you to Talk Shop sponsor Peggy Lau of Club Secret. Peggy can tell you how to earn first-class vacations as you go through your normal routine of living every day. Contact Peggy Lau, Club Secret, 901-289-0747. And, of course, we want to say thank you to Kim Halyak of Cooper Young Garden Walk in Memphis, Tennessee. Get to know some great gardeners. Get some great garden ideas, too. Connect with Kim Halyak of Cooper Young Garden Walk, that's CooperYoungGardenClub.org. Subscribe. You'll get our Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast with show notes. You can do that at jogarner.com. We want to remind you at Real Estate Mortgage Shop to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. And here's a quick quote from the quote corner, Ken, from Pegot Board. And it says, a fine is a tax for doing wrong. A tax is a fine for doing well. So, all right, we've got one minute. And uh, before we go off the air here, how do we deal with the IRS in one minute? Uh, very quickly, when you receive a re- correspondence from the Reverend Service, read, respond, and react. Don't react without representation. Read the notice thoroughly. What happens is if you respond promptly, then you're protecting your uh, account against charges for penalty and interest and against uh your appeal rights. So in contacting uh, the Revenue Service, think of taxmattersolved at gmail.com. Call me for representation. Call me for advice. I'll be happy to address that in an email. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. You've been listening to uh, Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, Mortgage Officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. We've loved hanging out with you this Saturday. And we look forward to hanging out with you next week. Catch our podcast and show notes at jogarner.com on Monday. See you next week.